Welcome back, everybody, to Windows Down with Rachel and Anthony. I'm Rachel. And I'm Anthony. And today, we get to take a look at the first episode of 90 Day of the Last Resort. I'm so excited. There's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before we start with that, I have a question of the day for you. Okay. What is something that brought you joy today? You gave me a haircut. <laughs> Aww. It was the first first time she's ever given me like a full haircut. It's not like professionally done. No, no offense, but None it's taken. definitely like it's a really good haircut. I'll say Aww, that. I like me. it. So I'm not gonna lie, I was a little stressed during that. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, especially coming from someone like you don't go like as often now, but like there was a period of time like you were the once a week haircut guy. Yes, I was. And... was back when I had more money. <laughs> <laughs> but inflation man right so i was kind of nervous because you know i don't know just guys haircuts that's high stakes but hey, i'm glad you like it you're the one that has to look at me so this is true well it it did come out pretty good and i would say it was a team effort yeah it yeah. was definitely a team effort so it was go us yeah uh what about you what's something that brought you joy today um this is so random and so millennial of me. But do you want to know something so nerdy that actually brought me joy today? Yeah. I went to go check on the laundry. It was laundry day today. And I have a love-hate relationship with laundry. Yeah. As I'm sure most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, And I walked into the laundry room. And right when I walked in, the dryer was done. And there was five minutes left on the washer. So I was like, if I fold this stuff here, by the time I'm done folding, the next load will be ready to go into the dryer. And I was just like, I am so on top of my shit. I am like that bitch. Hey, if that's what brings you joy, that's what brings you joy, right? I'm happy for you. Like, honestly, that sticks out today. I was just like, wow, I'm so organized. Like I said, if that's what brings you joy today. <laughs> and your haircut. I am I am glad that it like came out decent. Like if I saw you on the street, I would be like, Oh, yeah, that guy just got a haircut. I wouldn't be like, Oh, that guy's fiance did his haircut. I'm just gonna go around with a sign that says my fiance did my hair. <laughs> All right, well, should we jump right in? Oh boy, where to start? Where to start? What were your like initial thoughts on this episode? <laughs> well, just like right off the bat, what was your feeling? So before before this was even like a thing, there was like rumors online that there was like something being filmed for TLC yeah. at this resort and you know, social media is a, a whole separate kind of animal. Like people are straight up FBI detectives on that shit. Yeah, I feel like everybody knows things before they actually yeah, happen. Yeah, and, and there was like legitimate pictures of like Ed and Liz and Angela and and all these other 90-day characters and cast members that were just there and, you know, people put two and two together. Which kind of sucks. It did suck. It, it, like it, it would have been better if it was a surprise, but hey, nothing's a surprise these days on yeah. the internet. So yeah, when it was announced, I was thoroughly... I wouldn't say surprised because, again, the internet kind of ruined that. But I was just like, oh, wow. Like, this is going to be messy. (laughs) Yeah. And 
boy was it ever messy yeah you knew this show was gonna like bring the drums well like like i've been saying anything with certain cast members is just drums per se so i have another question for you before we jump into the recap when you found out who was going to be on this show who were you looking forward to see and who were you least looking forward to see most looking forward to would probably say Asuelo and Kalani. Mm-hmm. Their whole situation is very complex. It's got a lot of layers. A lot of layers. Uh, least favorite? Probably Angela. Yeah. Uh, not even, actually. I. She's entertaining. I will say that much. She's entertaining. But I'm going to retract that and say Ed. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of narcissism and I am not a fan of gaslighting. So definitely small Ed. <laughs> yeah. For me, I would say I was definitely looking forward to seeing Kalani because honestly, I haven't watched many of her her seasons like after she's been on 90 Day. Like because she's been on like other spinoffs of 90 Day. Yeah. She was and I haven't really watched. After, I believe. Yeah. I, I never really watched Happily Ever After. Um, By the way, they are not happily ever after. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then at least favorite, I also would have to tie it with Angela and, and Ed. It's just like, it sucks that they are constantly on like every different spinoff that TLC does on 90 Day. And they are like the most problematic, which I understand. Like you need ratings, you need views. But like they are two, in my opinion, abusive people. And it's just like not fun to constantly see them hey gaslighting brings the ratings i guess right all right well let's jump into our recap so in this show the couples are on a retreat for two weeks um to work on their relationships so we started off with ed and liz ed is 57 liz is 30 um ed first came on 90 day um when he was seeing his then girlfriend rose who lived in the philippines um, but since then, he's now with Liz. They have been on and off again for years. Yeah, I think a total um, of like eight 11, or nine, maybe, think, Yeah, for some reason, 11 is in my head. Could be 11. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's probably 100. Exactly. Yeah, so right at the beginning, right from the jump, um, Liz says, like, we're still engaged. I don't know if it was Liz or Ed, but they said they're still engaged. Uh, but with a barrel full of issues and at the tell-all that we saw them in the last season that they were on ed was exposed for texting rose again um and he asked for liz's engagement ring back um so yeah but i guess ed had shoulder surgery and that's what reconnected them and liz and liz he says like oh liz was there for me and it's like okay so liz started taking care of you after you had shoulder shoulder surgery and now you're back together yeah i mean looking at this from a sociology standpoint liz has abandonment issues which she has made very clear in previous like seasons and episodes and i feel like at the end of the day it just comes down to her not wanting to be abandoned and i think that's kind of why she may have gone back to him yeah. she viewed the shoulder surgery possibly viewed the shoulder surgery as an opportunity to maybe get back in his good graces and yeah unfortunately it led them back to where they are right and you know without actually without actual therapy you just kind of go back to the same toxic situation yeah 
time and time again. So exactly, and you and I both agreed, like watching them, like Liz looks rough. Yeah, and we're not ones to like comment on someone's like appearance or anything like that, but rough in the sense that she just looks completely defeated. Yeah, like like blink twice if you need help yeah. defeated. Yeah, exactly. And again, seeing this from a sociology standpoint, there were times during interviews where he had a very firm, firm grip on her arm yeah. or her leg. Her leg, yeah. And it looked like she was visibly uncomfortable. And that has been known to be a clear indicator of some type of abuse in a relationship. So who knows what's really going on there? I hope she's safe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So then they talk about how the best part of their fights is the makeup sex. And apparently during that, Liz calls him daddy. Uh, Ick. Yeah. Imagine imagine looking at him (laughs) and saying, oh, yes, daddy. (laughs) Just just no. (laughs) But they did have news that they are planning to move to Arkansas. Um, I guess Ed has support from his family there. And Liz said that that's like the best um, that she sees him is is when they are around his family. Um, And Mm -hmm. she basically when asked like, why are they here? And like, what are they looking for? Liz wants Ed to stop talking to girls and flirting all the time. And Ed wants Liz to trust him. And Liz feels like she's much more invested in the relationship than he is. so they're basically at the point where they keep breaking up, but they need to figure it out, you know, whether or not they're going to have a future together or officially part their ways. Um, and at one point, Liz said that she was contemplating not moving with Ed to Arkansas, which was the first he heard of it. Yeah, which honestly is probably the right move for right. both of them. Yeah. I think she needs to kind of figure her shit out and not rely on the love of another person. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, the whole cliche of like, you have to love yourself in order to be loved by other people. It's kind of true. Yeah, it is. And not to mention, how can you continue being with someone when you've broken up that many times? Like, I just don't. Yeah, I don't think that that's not love. That's, yeah. that's convenience is what it is. Right. Um. All right. So then we saw Asuelo and Kalani. Asuelo is 27. Kalani is 34. Um, Asuelo is originally from Samoa and they met, uh, Kalani's family is too, but they met when she was on vacation there. Um, they now live together in the U.S. and they both basically think this is their last chance. Um, they've been married for five years. They have two sons together. Um, they brought the kids, which surprised me, but then her sister showed up to take care of them. But I was like, why are the kids here? Yeah, that surprised me too. Yeah. Um, and imagine trying to save your marriage with your kids around that's what i'm saying like i'm like you know kids like i get it like it can be hard to like figure out childcare and stuff like that but maybe they just looked at it as like oh this will be a vacation for the family but it's like Mm, sometimes you have to say we need this time for us yeah exactly yeah that's neither here nor there right The, the sister showed up thankfully yeah um so, speaking of the sister, Kalini, when she shows up, she calls Asuelu out about lying, and she she says, you know, this is therapy, and in order to benefit from therapy, you need to tell the truth, um, and that she and him were on good terms, but that changed a lot when she found out what he had been doing. So, like, right off the bat, they're, like, alluding to things, 
Um, then Kalani kicks Oswelu out of the bed <laughs> um, and says that maybe he'll be welcome after a couple days of therapy. But she basically just like called the front desk and was like, hey, can you bring me a comforter and some pillows? Yeah. And he's like, what the hell? How did you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I kind of agreed with Oswelu in that moment. Which, I did too. Which I'm not. I don't feel like I'm going to agree with him a lot yeah. of times, but I did agree with him there. It was like, like, damn, like a conversation heading into this resort would have been nice, but right. yeah, I'm finding out in the moment that you're calling the front desk, talk about a slap in the face. Well, and this might just be something I don't know because I haven't watched all of their other spinoffs, but like, are they not sleeping in the same bed at home? Like, why would yeah, you like? Who knows? And maybe they're not. But it was just like the way he was surprised. It made me think that they must be sleeping in the same bed. So then, why would you come here and be like, "Oh, by the way, like you're gonna take the couch"? I don't know. It was just a little odd. And I also, same as you, like I didn't, I didn't blame him for being a little bit thrown off by that. Yeah, I thought it was worth at least like, hey, I was thinking we should sleep in separate beds. I'd say he was downright salty. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. I thought. Yeah um so yeah so kalani says they're either gonna leave this retreat together or leave apart um so yeah and we will we'll get back to to them a lot happens with them in this episode let's yeah this was definitely their episode yeah so then we see molly um molly is here with her partner kelly molly's 47 kelly's 43 she was on the show um, originally. She had um, an ex who was from the Dominican Republic. Um, they've since broken up. And now she's with a new guy, Kelly, who is a New York or was a New York police officer. Um, weird. They arrived separately. Yeah. That Clearly they're not for on the a same loop. page. Yeah. So Molly arrives first. And everybody was kind of like, why is she here alone? Yeah. Which that just had to be so awkward for her. But hey, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if that was something they agreed on or if had to or if one person said it over the other. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past Molly to be like, I'm not showing up with you. Exactly. Yeah. So So their relationship history, they dated long distance for two years. Um, Molly's from Georgia, he's from New York. Um, I guess things were going great and then he decided to pack his bags and move to Georgia to be with Molly and he retired from the NYPD. But Molly's issue is that he lost all motivation and everything fell apart. So she's claiming that he just like sits on the couch all day um, and just really changed. And he also, once he did arrive, like he talked a lot about how she changed when he got there. Um, but she's basically blaming all of that on his lack of motivation. So technically right now they aren't together. Um, and Kelly just was repeatedly saying he just like sees a different woman. Yeah. Like sees a different woman in, in her, not, mm-hmm. not like physically. Oh, seeing a right, different right, right, right. Woman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that just sucks. Like yeah, to think a... that they were long distance for two years yeah. and then once they're finally together, that's when it doesn't work. It's kind of ironic. Yeah, there's there's a lot of layers to unpack there. One in particular that I personally would like to touch upon at some point is from the law enforcement aspect of it. I um I you know, I I didn't retire, but I like I left on my own accord and you know, just seeing other people retire that were 
you know, that were there when I worked there, they definitely do, you definitely do lose motivation, for sure, because police, corrections, whatever it is you do in law enforcement is such a huge part of your identity that when you lose that, whether it's through retirement, being fired, or resigning the way I did, it is such a big loss and such a blow to who you are as a person and support is a big thing for that so maybe maybe there wasn't support coming from her maybe he was lazy but who really knows i mean well and like i feel like there's something to be said about like leaving that type of position you probably do need time to like decompress oh yeah yeah for sure i mean remember when i left i i didn't want to do anything for yeah. at least two weeks. Because you go from constantly, like, watching your back, like, worrying about your safety to just... And also having, like, I find it to be, like, a very, like, high drive type of job. Because, yeah, like, especially you, the NYPD. Yeah, like, you're there to protect your community and you're responding to high-stress situations. So, like, you're very much on. So, to suddenly not be doing that... And on top of that, moving to a completely different state, New yeah. York and Atlanta, or wherever she is in Georgia, are completely different. Yeah, not to mention, you know, things with police are not really good. They haven't been in the last decade, so, so I could imagine, like, yeah. yeah, I could imagine that the stress has been, yeah, all over the place for him. So, yeah, I think there just needs to be more communication on both ends. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. Yeah, and we'll get to into you know more of them a little bit later. Um, so the fourth couple we see is Yara and Jovi. Yara's twenty eight, Jovi's thirty two. Yara's originally from the Ukraine, um, and they've been married for three years, and they have a daughter, Mila, who's like so cute. Um, oh, and Jovi's from Nolens, by the way. Yeah. Also, I don't think I mentioned earlier who my favorite would be. Oh, no, I said Kalani. I also love Yara. Yeah, Yara's like, cool. Yara's the type of person where I've seen her over, like, multiple seasons, and at first I thought she was, like, a very, like, superficial person, but she's been through a lot, and I actually sometimes agree with her stance on things. Like, I don't know. She's one of those, those kind of, like, hot and cold people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always end up liking her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. whenever I see her on the shows, I'm like, oh, Yara's here. Good. At least I know I'll like, there'll be some form of entertainment for me. Um, and literally in the car on the way to the resort, they were already fighting about where they're going to live. Jovi is worried that Yara wants a place in Europe because she has traveled to Europe. Um, you know, and, and she's never liked New Orleans. That's the thing. Like, Ever since the beginning, she hated it there and talked about moving to different places in the U.S. And then when she was able to go back to Europe, like she loved it. Um, even if it wasn't living in the Ukraine, she was open to other places. But he's worried that if they get a place in Europe, she just won't come back. And especially now that they have a daughter in the, the last season that we saw them in, that was like a big point of contention for them. And clearly it still is because they're already arguing on the way to yeah. this retreat. Um, yeah, so I guess another thing is that Jovi really wants a second child, but Yara doesn't, and they just can't really seem to agree on their future together. 
Um, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, and Yara has alluded to the fact that she has a big secret that she's kept from Jovi, so it'll be interesting to see what that is. But one thing you pointed out, which I'm glad I didn't have to say it, was that Jovi was just like sexualizing everything. I mean, I like a good like sexualizing joke, like the you know, like the next person, but it was like everything. It was like you know, Yara would be like, "Look at that tree," and he'd be like. You can get this tree, <laughs> and it was like, like, okay, dude, like, really? No, exactly. And she even called him out for it. She was like, oh my god, like, I'm talking about sex, like, blah blah blah. And it was like, I agree with her. This is getting annoying. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, it was gross. I'd say, I'll say that it was yeah. like, like, dude, like, like, stop. Yeah. You're on television. Right. Stop it. Yeah. With camera crews, like, at one point, he like pushes her onto the bed and i'm just like can you imagine doing that with like larry the camera guy like right in your room but larry seemed probably a lot worse yeah. <laughs> all right well we will come back to them of course um next and final couple is drumroll angela and, and big mike big mike <laughs> angela is 57 mike is 34 mike is in nigeria they've been married for three years um but Angela has only ever been able to see him in Nigeria because he hasn't been approved for a visa. Um, and Angela comes in hot. She's tired of waiting. Um, three months ago, she caught Michael cheating with a random girl online. Um, and she's just skeptical of this this whole experience. She doesn't know if it's going to work. And she's hoping that it'll help her decide if she wants to stay or go. Um, but you know, Angela, like... I'm always surprised at how many like co-stars or what would you call them? Co-stars is good. I'm always surprised at how many of them cast members. Yeah. How many other cast members come to her defense at like tell-alls and stuff, but she's never like perfectly innocent. She's so flirty. And from the rip, she is hitting on the hotel employee. Yeah. She's like, are you married? You're good looking. I'm about to be divorced. Like it was just like, what the hell? Which strikes me so gross about that is like we all know if mike even looks at another girl it's over she's gonna she's gonna throw an absolute tantrum she's gonna physically abuse him which we have seen her put her hands on him yeah multiple times yeah but yet they still bring her back uh riddle me that right but i just i don't know like if the roles were reversed what would happen right it's just it's yeah it's crazy and i was also thinking the same thing like the way she was like hitting on this guy and like she's like oh you're so strong if a man did that on this show like they would be canceled so quick and like the internet has come for angela a lot like talking about her predatory ways yeah and yet they keep bringing her but back they keep for some reason back. yeah so i just couldn't help but think about that i'm like if this were like some older dude hitting on a hotel worker people would be so quick to be like oh my god like rightfully so like yeah. i think she should be called out the same exact way that a guy would be yeah i mean we've seen other cast members get kicked off the show for less and here she is still coming in hot still getting all the special treatment she's basically the queen bee at this point and right. and yeah she just gets all the special treatment and yeah. you know 
you know, of course they're going to side with her. She's the American. This is just my point of view here, like my opinion. She's the American, so of course they're going to side with her. And he's from Nigeria. Nigeria is a country that is notorious for um, catfishing. Mm -hmm. So there's already a level of mistrust there with public perception. So, yeah. And in the last tell-all, they even said, oh, he scammed you. He scammed you. Like, this has been a scam. Yeah. And who really knows at this point, like, why Michael did what he did? I think, personally, I think he just got tired of being called every name under the sun, being physically abused, having his car torn apart, having this psycho white lady just, like, showing up at his house and destroying his shit. Like, like my goodness. Again, yeah. if a man did that, oh, yeah. you'd be canceled. You'd have charges against you, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't even be on the show, but but you know because it's Angela, it's okay. Right. So Mike can't be there, so Angie has an iPad, which she's going to carry around with her for two weeks and have him on a call. Um, Hope the iPad dies at one point. <laughs> she tells him she you've got to blame him for that too. Yeah, she tells him you've got to fix yourself in two weeks. So clearly, she doesn't think that any of this is her fault like you said during the show she's putting 90 97% of blame on Michael mm-hmm. um, and she says that based on this recent cheating um, which was talking to a random girl online I just want to like make that clear I don't think it was ever physical it was talking saying I love you sending money well she even says it at one point we'll get into that part later yeah. but I'm just going to do a little foreshadowing here she even says what Michael did was emotional. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was physical. Right, right, right. Yeah, so she, based on that, she wonders if he ever did love her. She says she hopes she sees tears. And then she whips out divorce papers. Wow. She entered this retreat with divorce papers. Which, by the way, would be an uncontested divorce due to the fact that oh, that he lives in Nigeria and cannot contest it however i would like to point out that their marriage was legally binding in nigeria so i don't know how that works oh Hmm. yeah so by introducing all these couples it seemed like the majority of them are coming into this with like a very pessimistic attitude i mean like i get it this is it's called last resort for a reason but Mm -hmm. like angela shows up with divorce papers so many couples are like, this is kind of like do or die for us. Like, I don't know. I just, they're at this beautiful resort. They're getting this vacation. I know there's going to be a lot of work, but I was kind of surprised to see how many of them like weren't at least a little positive about it. You know? Yeah. It just didn't feel like many of them were. So. Yeah. I think they've all kind of reached their wits end. Yeah. Okay, so after we're introduced to everybody, the couples meet up. So this is the first time that they are going to see what other couples are there. Um, Yara has mentioned that she really hopes that Angela isn't here because they had a blowout at the last tell-all. Angela was like screaming in Yara's face. They were yelling at each other. Um, Yara thinks Ed is going to be a distraction from everyone else because he is, quote, narcissistic narcissistic and only wants to talk about himself valid 
Um, yeah. The first couples to show up at the bar are Yara and Jovi, um, Molly and Kelly, uh, Asuelo and Kalani. And they're all like, oh, like, so this isn't so bad. Mind you, Molly showed up by herself. Kelly wasn't there. Yeah, yet. Kelly so showed everybody, up yeah. much later, I think. Yeah, everybody was like, why are you alone? And that's when she was like, we came separately. And they're all like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so they're all like, this isn't so bad. And then Ed and Liz show up. Ed and Jovi had a blowout at the last tell-all. Yeah, I, I, I think Jovi's going to knock Ed out at some point yeah. and I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. So they did at some point toast to like new beginnings or something like that. And like Jovi was the one that led that. He's like, to new beginnings. And they all were like, yeah, like let's put the past behind us. And then Angela shows up. She's the last one to show up. I was so... I was very surprised, and I've been surprised by this in the past. So many of the women like love Angela. Like Kalani was so excited to see her. Molly was so excited to see her. And this has happened at Tell Alls in the past. And it just makes me think, like, I want to know what you think, but like I just am like, is she the type of person where it's better to be her friend than to like be her significant other? You know those kind of people? No, because Yara doesn't like her. No, that's true. But I guess there's just like... It's kind of like... The way I see it, Angela's the type of person that will... She'll probably flat out admit this too. Like, you want to be beside her, not in front of her. Because if you're in front of her, she views you as an obstacle. And Mm -hmm. we see how she treats obstacles. She tends to bulldoze. Like, that's her thing. She gets all up in your face, gets loud. Yeah. And they say the people that get up in your face and are the loudest ones typically ain't going to do shit. Yeah. So, you know, for all the ruckus that she makes, for all the all the theatrics, I've yet to actually see her, like, get physical. No, that's actually true. And, you know, naturally she did it with Mike, but Mike is a traditionally raised Nigerian man Raised by women, by the way, that is not going to put his hands on a woman no matter what happens. So, so yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you hit him? You know he ain't going to hit you back. Right. And you know that if he did, you could throw the American thing in his face every single time. Yeah, which she does often. Very much so. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That just surprised me. Like, Kalani was like, oh, my God, Angela. And then they talked for a while, and Kalani does tell Angela that Asuelu has been cheating. Um, you know, they talked a lot about that. Angela says, like, Michael cheated, but it was just emotional cheating. Like, Asuelu physically cheated. So we're starting to kind of learn more about what Kalani and Asuelu's issues are. Um, and Kelly does end up showing up. And things are clearly tense between him and Molly. There's like one point where Molly's like, well, at least you mow the grass to somebody else. And Kelly's like, was that like some kind of like dig at me? And she's like, no, but it's like clearly she's just trying to like stir the pot, making it sound like he just does nothing all day. Um, So, yeah. So then they have their first group therapy. They all go over to some other part of the resort. There they are met by three therapists or like coaches so one is pd she's a licensed therapist and soul coach dr janie she's a relationship trauma expert and jason he's a certified temperament therapist so it's kind of cool i think that's like sort of a cool yeah it's really well structured i think exactly yeah so they took this time to understand like where um 
where the issues are coming from. And they also, um, they talked about how in this retreat, they're going to be learning how to deal with conflict and rebuild trust. And at the end of the two weeks, they are going to have a commitment ceremony. So the goal is that they will get to that ceremony and recommit to each other. Um, started off pretty awkward because Molly and Kelly didn't sit together and the therapist basically called them out and we're like, um, can you guys sit together? And Kelly's like, no, but they do sit together. Yeah. Um, so that was like awkward. And so then they, (laughs) yeah, it's like, it's like back in middle school when you got told (laughs) to sit next to the person you don't like. Exactly. You're the person you like just broke up with like a couple days before. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, can't relate. (laughs) So first they asked each couple about what attracted, them to their partner or they asked each person what attracted them to their partner which was cute i've always heard that that's like that can be like a good way to sort of break the ice or like um kind of like lighten the mood a little bit like i've heard that that can be like a tactic like even if you're going through like a divorce like when they're first getting to know the couple they'll be like so how'd you meet like, what did you like about the person? Yeah, it's a good reminder. Yeah. It usually is a good reminder. Sometimes it could even serve as, like, a spark. You never right. know. Right. Because, like, you know, of course we all have exes, and, like, sometimes we hate our exes for whatever reason, but it's, like, you were with them at some point for a reason. Yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, so first they did that with everybody, Um. and then they asked each couple why they brought them there. They really only got into two in detail really so first they asked molly and kelly why they were there they said that their relationship was totally different when he moved to georgia and molly says that she told him not to come so she's already like well i told you not to come um which i don't believe i yeah I, i'm not like sold on that i think yeah she's just trying to save face but yeah who really knows right but, yeah she kind of well this is kelly's exact like not not like verbatim, but he basically says that she treated him like an employee. Um, for those who don't know, she owns and runs a store. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what kind of store. It's a lingerie store. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. And he said, I quote, she asked him to be a do-boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know what that <laughs> means, it basically means somebody that does everything. Like, can you do this? Will you do this? Do this. Do that. Yeah. It was also funny because, like, none of the cast members knew what a two-boy was either. Um, Yeah. So, she, you know, she talks more about how, like, once he moved to Georgia, he just stopped doing everything and wasn't willing to do things to help her when she asked. And that's when he, you know, I guess he said, I'm not your do-boy or something. So, she would try to get him to help take things off her plate. And he wasn't having it. Um. So, yeah, so that's why they're there. Then we moved on to Oswelu and Kelani. Oh, and boy. Yeah, what this a, was a lot. What a clusterfuck. Yeah, this was a lot. We didn't get into, they didn't talk to me of the other couples, right? No, just those two. No, just those two. Yeah, their issues all boil down to infidelity. Um, and they're trying to figure that out for themselves and for their kids. He, Oswelu, wants to learn more about like why he does the things he does he's cheated on kalani and he wants to figure out he's he is very open in admitting that they are there because of him and he's he wants to learn why he does these behaviors why does he seek other women pretty much right 
Then it got like real nasty. Um, she said that, like, Kalani really started going into detail. She says that when Asuelu was in Samoa, he called her and was like, What's like, what's this stuff on my tongue? And she was like, That's thrush, which, if you don't know, it's like a yeast infection of the mouth. And she's like, you can only get that by like kissing someone or by going down on someone. So all of that uh, ended up, you know, through that, it ended up coming out that he accepted a blowjob from someone um, and that when Kalani learned about this and obviously was upset, he gave her a, a hall pass to cheat on him too to, yeah. or to go kiss someone else i think that's what it was like she kept saying like to, yeah, he was telling to me go, go kiss someone else go kiss someone else yeah <laughs> um he was, so he only did that because he didn't think that she would actually do it yeah boy was he ever wrong right and he, yeah he just looks like a dumbass for that yeah um not only did she kiss someone else but that kiss then escalated from just a harmless little kiss. Maybe it was more than just a little kiss, but it went from that to oral. And it then went from oral to actual sex. So Penetrative sex, I should say. Penetrative. She, she used the words actual sex, but, you know, to be respectful of all people who have sex in different ways, she means, like, penetrative sex. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and... This was shocking because Asuelu didn't know that. She admitted to that. And not only that, but she said that in front of the whole group. My thought on that was like, why wouldn't you wait to do this when you guys are in like an individual therapy? Because you know that they're going to have like couples therapy. Why do you have to do that in a group? Yeah. I thought that was fucked. Yeah. And humiliating for yeah, him. Definitely humiliating. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, and I guess Asuelu is worried because he says that she he saw her texting him that day. So, I guess her and this guy are still in contact. Yeah, um, so it's more than just like a one-night stand kind of thing. It's like, yeah, there's emotions involved, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, so then the group therapy session um, was adjourned, and they focused on Asuelu and Kalani after that. Um and it was kind of difficult to watch because obviously Asuelu was upset and Kalani did have a lot of valid things to say. Like he was asking her just like questions that had more to do with like her relationship with this guy than like what led you to do this or like why did you go further? Like he asked, was the sex better with him? Yeah, was he it was, better than me? Than it was with Asuelu. Yeah, exactly. Very shallow questions, not like they didn't go deep. They didn't like go as far as like like you know what happened. Like, what did I do that drove you to that point? It was literally like, was it better? Did you like it more? Which is very shallow. Yeah, it's extremely shallow. I mean, there's no. <laughs> There's no right way of viewing the situation. That's the other crazy part. You know, I think I think everybody is wrong. That's the other thing. Yeah. They're all wrong. It all started because of him. And I'm not saying she should have done this, but she could have just not 
taken the hall pass. She could have just taken the high road and maybe just ended it right then and there, but she didn't. She took the hall pass. So I think everybody is wrong. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the fact that this man is dumb as rocks and couldn't really see the issue at hand. That's the problem. He couldn't see the issue at hand. It's all about him. Yeah. And and like what like it's about him as a man. I think that's where it's like coming down to like he feels like his manhood is being challenged. Right. Yeah. And and she even says, like, well, like, do you want the real answer? Like about whether sex is better with this new guy that she's been seeing? And she says that sex with him is about both of them. And that Asuelu is selfish in sex, which like does that surprise anybody? Not doesn't surprise me based off his like behavior. But and he's like, What are you talking about? And she's like you know, you don't worry about both of us finishing and stuff like that. And so she says with this new guy, he does that for her. Um, And she just, she wonders if he's like actually mad about the cheating or if he's mad about the fact that someone else could possibly be with her. And that's like very real, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think like, I feel like a lot of times and we see it so much in these like reality shows where it's like, I don't necessarily care about you enough like not to cheat on you but nobody else can have you you know what i mean yeah no it's a selfish way of thinking yeah or like the second that somebody thinks like oh my god i might lose this person like that's when they start to turn it around like we saw that on the ultimatum with um oh what are their names xander and her girlfriend oh yeah it was like what was her name i don't remember i don't either but yeah, it was like once once she realized that Xander could possibly be falling for someone else, that's when she was like, actually, I am ready for marriage. And it was like, no, you're only saying that because now you fear that you might actually have some competition. Yeah. And we have to remember that Kalani lost her virginity to Osuelu. Yeah. And so that, that was one thing she was thing. really emotional about. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, that's a vulnerable thing in and of itself. Yeah. And at that, up to that point. And before that point, like, all she ever knew was a Suelu. Yeah. That's such a vulnerable thing, and it's not to be taken lightly. And he took it for granted, I feel like. Yeah. Again, I just feel like his manhood is being challenged, and that's more or less where his gripes lie with this situation than the Mm -hmm. actual issues. Yeah. Exactly. And that, like, when she was, I mean, obviously a lot of tears were shed in this episode, and she says, like, the issue is that she was so ready to like only ever be with him and to like be all about him and live happily ever after you know yeah but yeah he took that for granted he messed that up big time but yeah clearly there's like some issue i wonder if it'll come out that he's like addicted to sex or something it has to be something like that right? yeah um all right so then we got our preview um, for the season. They showed clips of a sex educator, and Kelly was wondering about the G spot. Um, they made it seem like maybe Jovi cheated on Yara. Yeah, um, she was like freaking out about like having somebody in in their bed. In their bed. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they showed some big fight between Angela and Liz, Angela going after Liz and like wanting to like fight her. So. Yeah. Which props to Liz. Interesting. 
literally props to Liz. She straight up said, I'm trying to stay really calm right now and wasn't yelling at all. Yeah. And, you know, Angela <laughs> Angela just got louder. And I mean, at one point, like a hotel staff member had to intervene. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I, I really hope that more people call her out on her shit. And I hope that maybe even the therapist kind of like calls her out on her shit. Yeah, I hope so too. So before we wrap up, I just have some questions. Yeah. So what do you think about hall passes? No. <laughs> if you cheated on me <laughs> and you told me go sleep with somebody else, I'm just going to tell you that it's over. Yeah. First of all, I would never cheat on you. Yeah. You're you're not going to cheat on me. You're not going to put me in a position to go do the same thing to you. A relationship is a very sacred thing. If you feel the need to cheat, just break up. Right. Just don't be with the person. Yeah. There's no point. I've never agreed with it. I never will. If you're unhappy, go find happiness somewhere else. Yeah. Just don't do it to compromise your morals. Just don't. Yeah. So that's no, my agree. stance. No yeah, hall passes. No. And even the um even the one of the therapists was like, hall passes are just like never a good idea. And it's true because it's like I mean, on the one hand, even though the situation is fucked up. Like, Kalani did say, like, I just wanted you to feel, like, even an ounce of the pain that I have felt for, like, seven years. I mean, they've been together a while. Yeah. And he's cheated multiple times, I think. So, I get that. But if the trust is already broken and then you tell somebody, yeah, sure, like, you can go do it now if you want. Like, why why try to heal hurting with more hurt? Yeah, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't, I mean, I would love to hear from anybody who thinks hall passes are a good idea and tell me why, but I firmly believe that they just shouldn't be a thing mm -hmm. and that they never actually solve anything. Maybe they make you feel a little better in the moment, but long term, I don't think they do. Right. I got to agree. Yeah. Going back to Molly and Kelly, what would you do if you had been in a long distance relationship with someone for... I think it was over two years at that point mm -hmm. that he moved. And then you got there and shit was totally different. What would you do? I'd probably ask them, like, what's up with that? Yeah. I've never been one to kind of shy away from that kind of conflict. If I feel like your energy is shifted, I'm going to ask you, like, why is your energy different? Why are you different? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I don't know what that makes me, but yeah, I'm, if something's up, I want to know what's up. If it's something I did, I want to know so that I can fix it. I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are that way. Yeah, and it just like, it leaves me with a lot of questions, like especially since he did move there. Like maybe they said this, but it's like, if you're not together, like is he still living with you? Like if he were to leave, like would he be going back to New York? yeah i don't know it's just yeah, like it's just a lot either. is he looking for a job like i don't know if he's working yeah yeah i don't know yeah i mean he must just be i feel like they both must be kicking themselves and clearly 
it just it makes you wonder almost like how how deep did their relationship go during those two years right because like obviously living with somebody is completely different than like talking to them on the phone or like being so happy together when you only see each other for like vacations like i know that that can be like a big big transition for any long distance relationship but i don't know it's just like shit went so south well i mean i think that's the case for even short distance relationships you and i lived only like 15 miles apart yeah. at one point and when i did move in with you that was a transition it was yeah and it wasn't it wasn't easy all the time yeah no. like I it's mean, exciting but you you learn a lot about yeah the other person. i mean once that honeymoon phase wore off i <laughs> realized that you like to leave hair in the <laughs> in the drain in the bathtub mm-hmm. and you leave your beard hairs all over I mean, we could go back and forth, but we're, <laughs> that's not what this is about. So, yeah, it is just kind of about, like, learning and kind of finding out what you're willing to fight about versus what you just need to get over. Yeah. Like, for instance, back going back to me and you, is it really that big of a deal that you leave hair in the shower drain? Not really. Yeah. I can pick it up and flush it for you. It's right. not a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see where this season goes. It does kind of remind me of like the teen mom like reunions where they do these like therapy type sessions, but I think it's an interesting turn for the 90 day franchise. Yeah, this is gonna be a hell of a ride and I can't wait, so Yeah. You could expect us to be talking about this quite often <laughs> once a week at least at least yeah if you want to hear about other shows too you know just definitely let us know we'll be more than happy to review any and all kinds of reality tv couldn't agree with you more babe all right send us out all right guys well we will pick you up next week same time same place this has been windows down with rachel and anthony We'll see you next week. Thanks for coming along for the drive. Bye. Bye.